and welcome to Age of Geek podcast. I am today's host. I'm Marley, and I am joined by fellow Age of Geek members, um, Ty and Jake, and I will let you guys introduce yourselves. So go ahead. So I'm Ty, and with me is my new uh, co-host, Babu Frick. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> but uh i'm with multiplane podcast we are a sister podcast to age of geek um where we talk everything disney whether it be parks books film streaming if it's disney in the brand we talk about it and i'm I jake it. i uh i'm a i'm actually a vlogger and a co-host on the multicast so multiplane podcast and i am a huge dis nerd and have been for many many years so and even more so, we are big, big Star Wars nerds. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, then, you two were the perfect uh, guests to bring on the show because we want to talk about Galaxy's Edge at Disneyland. I, I mean, I don't know how big of a difference it is between Disney World and Disneyland. I don't think it is. It's okay. Not. It's the okay. same thing. Okay. It feels like you're warping to California when you're in Florida. It's really weird. Oh, that is weird. Um, is it laid out the same? Uh, yeah, same floor plan exactly. everything. Yeah. Really interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, but for the purposes of our podcast today, whenever we talk about it, we're probably going to be talking about Disneyland. Yeah. Um, especially because all three of us happen to be there during Star Wars week slash Star Wars day and all of that fun jazz. So, um, yeah, I, this was my, okay, this was my first time visiting Galaxy's Edge. Yes, I am an adult and finally, after 11 years, finally visited Disneyland again. But it was actually really fun because it was just me and my husband. We had, you know, no kids. We don't have any kids, but there were no kids with us, no one else with us. So we we were up and all around the park so much because you can get around very quickly <laughs> without, without strollers, without children. <laughs> and so it was both our first time visiting Galaxy's Edge and... I just have to say right off the bat, it was like you were in a completely different world. It was so cool. Like it felt like you were there. Super and, uh, immersive. They did such a good job about that, especially with the music and like sound effects. Um, yeah, it was just incredible. And we definitely like every time. So like we went straight there. We went straight to Galaxy's Edge. And of course, already the line to Rise of Resistance was ridiculously long. And <laughs> it's a rope drop. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't make it there in time because of stupid traffic. And that was even getting up in the morning at 6 a.m. And we still didn't make it there in time. So <laughs> that was fun. Um, but uh, yeah, no, we we definitely lightning laned that. And um, but it was just fun because like we would go into Galaxy's Edge and we kind of like walked around, got a good feel for it, and then um, we didn't have our lightning lane, uh, time quite back. And so we're like, okay, well let's leave and come back. And like, we just kind of kept doing that every time we left galaxy's edge, we're like, okay, let's go back. Like, let's just go see what else is there. And like, what did we miss? What are, you know, are there any other characters walking around? Um, I have to say though, I, I'm actually surprised with the lack of characters that were walking around and maybe yeah. that's just the day that we were there, the time. No, 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 no. No, you're you're right. What? It's, okay. Do you have insight on that? That was one of the biggest issues that 
we had with Star Wars Night even. Okay. Yeah. Tell so us the about special, that. special ticketed event. Last year, it was only two nights. This year, they, they bumped it to four. And I'm pretty sure next year, they're going to have two parties per week in May. Well, and I, I, I think part of the problem is, and Ty, you'll know the, they're trying to stick to a timeline. When they open Galaxy's Edge, they're trying to stick to a certain timeline in Star Wars. Um, and it's right after number seven, I believe. Right, Ty? Because Kylo Ren yes. is still Kylo Ren. Yep. He hasn't turned to the good side. Sorry, guys, we're going to go spoilers in Star Wars if you haven't seen everything. Um, Yeah, it's so Kylo Ren is still Kylo Ren and bad, First Order and Rey. So they're trying to stick to just that timeline, which is a struggle to bring characters. And they're slowly moving away from it. And so I think that was part of the challenge. And they need to change it to be more like um, Avengers Campus. Avengers Campus, there's characters all the time, just in and out of there. And it doesn't matter. They run into you. But we're seeing that go away. They're starting to violate their own rules of timeline. Uh, I'm still would love to see Darth Vader <laughs> in Galaxy's Edge. That would be and, and a whole bunch of other characters. Yeah, where where's Darth Vader? Like, yeah. come on. Well, that's the thing. They need to understand. They're like, oh yeah, you know, this is a very immersive. We're only going to have this timeline and take place after the Force Awakens. Yeah. They're trying to be very specific mm-hmm. to the timeline, but it's like, you know what? You're already immersed and it pulls you. Like you said, you go in there and it's otherworldly. They've built the land so well that if you threw in Darth Maul, Darth Vader, Dooku, Ezra, Kanan, like these characters that we want to see, if you were to just toss them in in random spots, it's really not going to mess with people. If anything, it's going to hype it up even more because it's like, well, yeah, and it was marketed like that. Like when yeah. it, before it opened, like I followed it all the way through. Like we were, I don't know if you've ever watched Fresh Bake. There was a group called the Knothole Gang. And basically they'd update weekly and go peek through the holes of the fence and see what was going on <laughs> construction wise. So you'd see how it was going. But as they were advertising and marketing um, Galaxy's Edge, it was, there were supposed to be droids driving around. There were supposed to be yeah. aliens in costume. You're supposed to be able to pick dark side, light side, and actually be a character in the land. And when you like scan your code to buy something, they would go, okay, this guy's a smuggler. You know, they, they'd have something that popped up and said, okay, this is a bad guy or a good guy, or I need to be careful. And there would be, it, there's a little bit of that. When you run into like Vi or Ray, they'll talk to you and kind of tell you things about the resistance. But it was sold in the beginning to be, a little bit more of what we saw in the Galactic Star Cruiser, right? Yeah. It was more immersive because I know it feels awesome, but everybody had high hopes. You'd just be walking around, there'd be droids, you know, cruising around the land and odd aliens that weren't even real characters, just, you know, those species from Star Wars cruising around. It would. It, I hope they get there. It seems like it's kind of leaning that way now. But yeah, kind of, kind of disappointed as far as what they we're selling us and what actually mm. that we got. So, yeah, that would make sense as to why I saw Kylo Ren and two stormtroopers like a whole lot. <laughs> yes, <laughs> which was and still Rey cool. And Chewie, yeah. I didn't yep. ever see Ray. I saw I saw Chewie once, and he was like way up top, like on the, yeah. the ledge. Um, I saw R two D two. I did see the Mandalorian and and Grogu. See, and he's not from that timeline. Either's, yeah, either's um. Boba Fett, and he 
cruises out there every once in a while. Oh, okay. That's cool. They're starting to abandon it, which is good. That is good. I regret though. Like, okay. So yeah, Mando was walking around and he had like come around, like he was leaving the area, like where like all those shops are. And he was like coming down the stairs and like, there's kind of that open walkway. You guys know what part I'm talking about. Oh, you know, his route. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, He He comes in one point and exits one point. He has a very specific. So he like walked like right in front of us, sort of. And like, there weren't a lot of people around and I regret not like, like, well, cause he was actually beeline. And now I remember he was beelining it towards a kid and was wanting to go over and like interact with the kid. And I regret not catching him before that, or even right after that to be like, can I get a picture? You know, but he, yeah, because later on we saw him again and he was just surrounded by people yeah, like he get swarmed. He definitely got swarmed and like people kept touching Kroku. <laughs> <laughs> and he'd, he'd just be like, do not touch him. Do not touch Like, he kept trying he, he to, like... doesn't like to be touched. Yeah. <laughs> like that, yeah. So, yeah, that was cool. But, yeah, I regret not, like, oh. being more, you know, hey! <laughs> he told me I look like I know how to work on a starship. And I was like, yeah, what I specialize that? in Naboo fighters. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a compliment? Or, like... <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I'll take <laughs> yeah. it. I look like a starship mechanic? Sure. <laughs> Yeah, no, and like, uh, like kind of on a separate, uh, you know, kind of separate note, but similar kind of same thing happened in Avengers Campus for me. I because that was the second day or the first day was Mando. And then the second day I was a little more forward and I saw Spider-Man and I was wearing a Spider-Man shirt and it was like Spider-Man in like Mickey ears. And I was like, Spider-Man, can I get a picture? And he's like, oh, of course. Like he was super, super nice. And he, he sees my shirt and he's like, oh, I like your shirt. And then he like stops and like pats his head. And he's like, I hope my ears aren't that big. (laughs) (laughs) And it just like made my day. But yeah, I, I was a little more like forward with that one. And so I'm glad that I at least got like that good picture with, with Spider-Man. Um, and not Mando, sad enough, but, um, but yeah, okay, back to Galaxy's Edge. So I have a question for you too. Blue milk or green milk? Blue, blue, blue. Right? Is Do you not like the, the green? No, it's I just prefer blue. Yeah, green tastes good. fine. Did you try mixing them? No. It's funky. I don't <laughs> recommend it. <laughs> do you? Did you do it yourself, or is it something you order? You do no, it yourself. We didn't you just. Oh, okay. okay. Drink them both down to, you know, and then mix them in. Oh, okay. And it's, um, not, it's not good? No, it's not good. It's really <laughs> Did gross. you try the specialty one, Marley? The new one that they released for May with the, had the uh, Nerds. pomegranate stuff on the side of the cup and the yes. nerds on top? I did try that one. It was really, like it? it was really good. Yeah. But it was also it. really sugary. I didn't realize was. that was nerds in it. But like it was still good. Like I I enjoyed it. I liked the yeah, the blue milk was definitely better than the green milk. The green was good, but I remember I had some friends that were like, "Oh, it's awful. It tastes like flowers." And it the blue does milk? No, the green. Oh, the green. green. Gotcha. And I was like, when I tasted it, I'm like, "Yeah, it does kind of taste floral, but yeah. not in a bad way." But yeah, we cuz we wanted to me and my husband, we wanted to at least try each flavor. Yeah. Um we spent so much money on blue milk. <laughs> <laughs> do you love the blue milk? Did you, did you at least get the uh, collectible cup 
that you can get for eighteen dollars. The Baby Yoda one, or sorry, Grogu. No, no, no. The so there's zipper? one that you can get at the Blue Milk Stand. That's like, uh, oh, oh, what I is that? Something right other farms that has a Bantha on it. I think I have no. it. No, I, I, I know didn't. Jake's gonna have it. Jake has every <laughs> collectible thing you can get from Galaxy's <laughs> Edge and then some. <laughs> Yeah, well, and like, so on that drink that we were just talking about, the one with the nerds, that one was available starting on the second, I believe. Yeah. Yep. But right before, because we weren't, we weren't in Gal, we weren't in Disneyland on that day. We were in California Adventure, but the day before, on the first, we were in Disneyland, and that's they had a completely different menu, it's and I regret, right. I regret not picking one of those uh, blue special blue milks. Like we were gonna go back later and get one, but we just ended up not for some reason. And um, I was really sad. Then when we went, when we visited Galaxy's Edge again on Wednesday the third, they're like, "Oh, we stopped doing that one back on Monday. We have this new one." And I was like, "No!" Yeah, <laughs> I was so sad. I don't know. Did if you, Did you guys uh, ever try the other the other blue milk ones, the specialty ones? No, we got there on uh, Thursday, so they had already. I tried, the I, new... I've tried. They had for a minute. They had one. What's that stuff that with the mango little jelly yeah. cubes in it? Yeah, yeah. that's that's yeah. what they had. That's yep. what they had up until the uh, through the first, and then starting yeah. the second. I didn't yeah. like that one. I didn't oh. think that one was very good. Really, I don't think a lot a lot of people didn't really no, like that. I'd one. be okay if they didn't bring that one back. Oh, see, that, that was the one I wanted to try. <laughs> yeah, it's not very good. Did you make it into the cantina? No. That's why you got to go back. Like okay, so soon. what is the secret to getting into the cantina? Because it was always like a huge long line and they always limited it. So without reservations, first thing in the morning or late at night, the walk-up list is almost nothing first thing in the morning and then same thing mm. at the very, very end. But other than Get that, you got to for reservations. Yeah. yeah. Reservations weren't available. Like I would always check the app and the app was like, not available. But like yeah. aggressively... So so like the trick Jake I use, and most people don't mm -hmm. might not want to do this, is I pay Mouse Watcher five bucks. Mm. If if you know what that is, you go. It's a site, and you can go to, and they actually somehow they're linked to Disney. And as soon as the reservation for anywhere opens up, so you say, okay, I want Thursday this for dinner or lunch. Yeah, it'll text me, and then it's a direct link to make the reservation. Oh, okay. So I paid Was... the five bucks, but because <laughs> right. they're hard to get. Well, was that one, was the cantina, because um, I know when we when we first bought our tickets, um, there were several reservations that we could reserve as far as 60 days out, which is how we got our, you know, we wanted to make sure we got our Sabi's workshop um, mm -hmm. reservation nailed in. And when I was looking at other restaurants that we could pick, Oga's Cantina was on there, but it said nothing was available. Yeah, it's super hard to get. And I, I wanted it on the 4th because there is... At least last year, there was more activities. Like the stormtroopers would come in and like haul people off oh. from in there that they don't do any other time. So I was trying to get it on the fourth, but we didn't get it till the next day. Oh, so gotcha! It's, it's you, super hard to get in there. Did you find a cup then? I saw you. Yeah, I remember this zipper. is a different cup. It's the one we got. I've got a few of these ones, but that's not the one that Ty's talking about. Oh, okay, that that's the one. The I... Poison spitter sipper. Oh, okay. But it wasn't where I thought it was. I thought it was right here, close, but. Gotcha. Yeah, no, I we we thought about going into Oga's Cantina. Oga, right? Did I say it right? Yeah. Um, and, and there was, I mean, like we saw the line, 
But then I also had seen on the app at one point, I won't even remember what time of day it was, but it was saying that something about how the walk-up list is is done for the day. Yeah. They only have so much that they can, you know, mm-hmm. offer. So at one point they just cut it off. Yeah. But so that's what... a good reason for you to go back. I know. Right. So, so tell me, so though for, for those who have been in the cantina, what, what is it like? Tell me about it. Tell the listeners about it. There's an ambiance that just, you walk in and you're waiting for someone to come up and say, I don't like the way you look. He doesn't (laughs) like you either. It it feels like star Wars. It's got like the classic IG 11, IG 88 heads as behind the bar and taps. Yeah. Yeah. They bring you, they bring you drinks. Then if that has boba in it, they've got big frog, like a big frog looking alien in, in it. And it's got like slime in the bottom, but you can see boba around. He's like, this was made by our, he says what the alien is and is this making the specialty drinks. So and they have uh, two places that you can see that frog thing. There's inside the cantina. And then I think you can also see in one of the shops. Doc Ondars. No, it's not even in Doc Ondars. It's inside one of the other shops in that little oh, area. Yeah, the critter. By the critter, yeah, the pet store, essentially, whatever it is. They have one in there, too. Which one? Which store was that? Was that the one with... um... It's got the loathe cat sitting in its cage in the center. I think it's called the critter stall, I think. But the... Did it go in that one? They've also got... What's the... Doc... Doc Ondar's Den of Antiquities? Oh, okay, yeah. You're not talking about that store. Uh No. Okay, because we did go in there. There are critters in there. Okay. Yeah, we did go in there because, of course, I wanted to look at the uh, lightsabers in the case. Yeah. Which, um, on May the 4th, listeners, they released special Cal Kestis saber that we nearly didn't get. And I, it's gone now. It's gone, gone now. Oh, my yeah. gosh. So did you get it then? I got, I got yep. it, yeah. Well, show us. No, I don't. It hasn't shown up. Oh, that's the one that hasn't shown up. That's right. So it, it's saying. giant. So if, if you've watched the video game, um, Ty, what's his name? Is it J- Jaro that was over yeah. at Malkestis's? And yep. he's a giant guy. And then he dies and he gets the lightsaber. But it's, <clears> I mean, it's probably, what, Ty, two feet long? I'd even say just a little bit longer. Like it's, you're over it's a two big feet. Lightsaber. And so we went and got it and we were rushing. We had reservations and all sorts of stuff going on. It was in the morning. We found out they had more. So we ran back and got it, which was oh, awesome. This... I was, I was dying because we had been running all morning. <laughs> well, this was the thing guys. So we got there, did May the oh, 4th, Thursday don't t- night. Don't tell them the secret of the morning or should we tell them the secret of the morning? Dude, that was a revelation to me. I'll get back to it. Finish what you're saying. Okay, okay. Anyways, yeah. We had already been running around a lot. My feet were busted. like, <laughs> And constantly, they were saying, oh, no, we've sold out. But then we heard, oh, but they've restocked. So mm. you might have a chance. Went back. No, we sold out of those ones. Yes, we did restock, but we don't have them. And then we just kept bugging them. Oh, so any... any uh Cal Kestis Sabres coming in. No. And basically it got to the point where, yeah, we went road rise first thing in the morning, then had a uh, lightning lanes over to Mickey and Minnie's runaway railroad. Fantastic ride. We were just by the about, way. Oh yeah. We were just about into Toontown <laughs> and we see someone holding the box and we're like, it's a big box. It's a big, like, that's if you've I, seen the box, we're like, uh, you 
you haven't just been carrying that around. She's like, no, they got a shipment in and they haven't made an announcement about it. <laughs> and that second, you Jake locks it? eyes with me because <laughs> we're both, I, I guarantee you he's like, should we go get our reservation? I'm like, no, screw the reservation. Let's go. <laughs> and we awesome. literally run back to Doc Ondar's. <laughs> And I about, you know, had an asthma attack and died. My legs about snapped. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Wait, so Even, did you each get one or just the one? Just Jake. Jake just oh, got okay. One. Okay, gotcha. But, like, you can go check our TikTok. <laughs> and I posted the video right as we're walking out of the shop. And I'm just winded. And yeah. Jake's just sitting there like, eee, with this box. <laughs> <laughs> remind, uh, I, I mean, not remind. Tell the listeners where they can find your TikTok. What's it called? Multiplane Podcast. Simple Same as the enough. show. You can find us on YouTube, TikTok, Facebook. Yeah. Simple enough. I like it. Yes, that's a multi-plane podcast on TikTok. And then Jake and has a lot of footage on his other show that he does, The Good Bits. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Um, yeah. So, okay. So that's pretty cool that you were still able to get that, especially like, yeah, that was that was sneaky and very lucky that you saw somebody. It was it was lucky. <laughs> lucky lucky i Desperate. uh i haven't um i haven't finished jedi fallen order yet the first one i need to finish it but i i've been hearing really good things about jedi survivor have you guys been playing that not yet Mm-mm. Not, yet. not yet i i really like though how i was telling a, a friend about this earlier today actually i i really like that they're including the video game yes and because it's just as as a person with a gaming podcast, it's just it's something that's like important to me because it's it's helping people realize that it's like, hey, there's this whole other relevant medium over here that's also has really good stories and characters that you can know and love. It's just there's... different movies and TV and comic books and whatnot, but like, hey, video games. You know, there's a character. <laughs> Who I would like to see walking around who has two lightsabers, who is probably one of the strongest force wielders in the entire universe. I lose my mind if Star Killer started walking they around. Make, they need to make that movie. That oh yeah. Movie. Gosh, that would be really cool. That People really say cool. it throw stuff off, and I'm like, be it. Like, don't even give me that. Don't even try to tell me <laughs> it would ruin the continuity. It wouldn't fit. I'm like, no, you can make it fit. Okay. If you're connecting. If you're create, you created the Mandalorian. You're plugging in Ahsoka. You have Rebels that is now going into live action stuff. That you're connecting the dots with everything. And Cal Kestis, his bot was even in the Mandalorian. His uh, droid, mm-hmm. BD one. Yeah, there was a there was a BD one droid, but it wasn't the BD one. Oh, you don't? Well, no, 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 no. They have not confirmed anything on you that. You think yet. it's the BD one? Is his BD one? And I will die on that. He was well, kinda, are he was they? Was, aren't they aren't they kind of in the same I'm trying to think aren't they aren't Mandalorian and Cal Kestis' stories right in the same they're in the same yeah. sphere yeah. like time wise so I'm saying hmm. that's his droid so you think that's the BD one you listen to multiplane podcast guys this is the kind of stuff like I get heated <laughs> and I get into and now I have Jake to back me up because Val is also a diehard Star Wars fan <laughs> So when you get all of us and we start deep diving into it, oh, oh my, my gosh. <laughs> you can't tell me you can't connect the force unleashed. You can't you can't tell me you can't do it. And they have to like they have yeah, to. You can. And they should. Because it's the story, those stories are amazing. 
Mm-hmm. You want a so. fat cash grab? You need to seriously make the Force Unleashed into a series, a movie. And I don't care. The thing is, the characters are made after real people. Those people exist. It's not like yeah. characters they just drew. Hmm. They're people that you could actually have be the actors, and it wouldn't change anything. It'd be awesome. Well, there we go. I hope to see that. That would be awesome. Honestly, I'm like, I'm all for more and more different, like Star Wars stories and things. Like, I think it's fun. It's such a vast universe. Like, why not? You know, mm-hmm. I know a lot of people have burnout about it and Marvel. Yeah. That's, that's a different topic for another day. <laughs> <laughs> but I, uh, yeah, so I, I feel like we should do a little show and tell um, with our lightsabers. We did it right before we started recording, <laughs> but we're going to do it again because <laughs> we weren't recording yet. But yes. So Ty, show us uh, your lightsaber. So let me just disconnect here. And for oh, for those that are just listening, you'll have to go onto YouTube and find our video for this so you can actually see these lightsabers. So mine is the first generation natural and Ooh. elemental. That's so cool. That, that Rancor hilt. And then I'm a, a sucker for the Kash- <laughs> Yeah, and then originally during my build, I picked a purple kyber crystal, went to Doc Ondars to try my luck to find a black kyber crystal. (laughs) Jake's laughing because he got it on the first try. (laughs) Wait, tell me, tell us about that. What do you mean? Go ahead and elaborate. Yeah, what do you mean? So you have to, the black ones you can't buy, you have to find, and so... When they first came out, they were like one in a hundred. Now I think it's closer one to one in, in 10. ten. So, but you get it's a special black uh, kyber crystal. So, like the one on Snoke's ring. And, and it comes how with a, do you do you buy buying purple ones or how do you what's red. the by buying oh it's red. the red ones? It's it's red with the silver cap. So I don't know how deep you want to get into. So how do you, but you don't do you know what before <laughs> no. you buy it? No, it's you a have random look of the draw. Yeah, you buy a red and it might be a black one. Oh. What's funny is whenever you buy one now, because when it first came out, they figured out you could look through the little case and put and like see a if light a black through one. it. So now there's a black paper that goes around <laughs> the cases so you can't tell. They kind of stinkers because everybody just go and, and they're also behind the counter. You can't just grab kyber crystals like you could when it first opened. Okay, that would explain so much because when I, I was considering getting another kyber crystal for mine yeah. and I was in. Doc, Doc Anders. Doc, Doc Anders. Doc yeah. Anders, thank you. I don't know why I can't remember that name, but I was in his shop because I, I knew that was a, a, one of the places you could get them. And I'm like looking around, I'm like, where are the kyber crystals? And I saw, finally saw like a few of them behind the, the thing. And I'm like, oh, well, I want to like look at them. But yeah. anyways, I didn't end up getting one just because I don't know. I'll save that for another Disneyland trip. Jake's already got all of them, so. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, so I, yeah, I built a lightsaber as well. And I went with the protection and defense. It's such like a scary sound. I don't like that. <laughs> oh, am I too close to the camera? There and this is the second gen protection okay. and defense. I'm surprised. Yeah, I'm like, how do you know that? <laughs> how do you diff- know? Yeah, the pieces. This is new scrap metal. Yeah. 
as they would say. I yeah, really, that's... I really liked this button because Igniter um, is cool on that one. It reminded me of Lord of the Rings, which is like also one of my big <laughs> yeah. loves. It's just, it's very like um, Gondor. This is like very much like Gondor yes. style to me. And yeah. so I was like, this is actually really nice for me being such a big fan of, of both things. It but looks yeah. kind of elvish, doesn't it? Yeah. But I loved this like part. I think that I thought that was really cool. So, so for the people that have never been there before, you pick a theme, and and when you get there, you get a pick and say, okay, these are the kind. This is the theme I pick, and then there's certain different choices you have within that theme. And when you're in Galaxy's Edge, they don't. It's a secret, right? This place you go and build lightsabers yeah. are a secret. It's Sag Savvy's workshop, but everybody, it's a it's a junkyard. They're junkers, and they're they collect trash pieces and things like that. So it looks like a scrap metal shop. And that's what they refer to it as. If you act, ask anybody that is there that are cast members or Batu citizens. And that's the other thing. We haven't even talked about that. Like all of the cast members have been given a character and a story and they do not yeah. deviate mm -hmm. from it. You ask them, they'll have a backstory of how long they live there, where they came from, all this stuff. But yeah, it's, it's scrap metal. It's not lightsabers. Because if Kylo Ren and the First Order find out that there's a place there they're building jedi lightsaber so it's that's kind of cool too well that's even like when we went up because we wanted to see the new scrap metal that they had got like your saber the new styles yeah the new styles and that's yeah because i didn't realize where, there there were like drawers there that you could just yeah. look at yeah we walked up and uh, we were very inconspicuous and we we're like so uh you heard you got some new scrap metal <laughs> oh yeah like, here check it yep. out <laughs> that's yeah, amazing it's fun to play. It's fun. The ca and the cast members are all, and there's a couple of them that are already starting to like become famous because of how into it they are and how much they play it up. And it's super fun if when you go that. talk to them and you can there and they're, they've kind of added onto their costume stuff. They've added pieces and stuff as they build their character. So it's oh, really, really cool. That's so way like, fun. If I was a cast member, my job I'd be gunning for is in Savi's. I would sell that. Like, Oh my you gosh. know how much I would get. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna probably, you know, if you follow our uh, YouTube or TikTok, I'm gonna probably post a video if I were a Batuan citizen and I worked in Savi's workshop. I will probably recite word for word the script, and I will sell that. And you'll be like, you know what? This guy should be working in Galaxy's Edge. Like, <laughs> they just hand you the job. Here you go. They just hand me. Well, hey, look at what happened to the guy who, you know, made Luke Skywalker look better CGI. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, well, and like, yeah, back to like kind of the secrecy of the the, the shop and everything, because there was a point it was um, after we had made our lightsabers. Um, we had seen uh, Kylo Ren and his stormtroopers. That's part of their route as well. You guys already know that. Um, <laughs> we have it all like you guys already know. Thing. But I started noticing because, yeah, I saw him there a couple of times on that third day. But anyways, yeah, he he was like interrogating like the citizens there and trying to yeah. be like, I heard, you know, da, da, da. and so like they put on like a whole show. And that was that was actually kind of cool because I was like, I know what happens there. <laughs> 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 um, I have to show you guys, though, too my. My husband's lightsaber. So again, those that are just listening to the podcast, you need to go onto our YouTube so you can see these. But yes, what gen is this, you guys? That's the second gen. That's the second Power gen. Yeah, the, 
And I and I've waited. So I I have bought a lot of the legacy lightsabers, which are ones you can buy in Doc Ondar's, which are ones that go to characters. the films. You know, they're yeah. ones for characters. They're called the legacy lightsabers. So I have not built one. I've I've been in there and I filmed my son building his, but I have not yeah. built one for myself. But it's I've been building it in my brain and planning for it. And it actually looks a lot like that one. So which nice. his son Jack also has a Gen One. Uh, natural elemental say hilt but it looks completely different from mine that's what that's the fun thing about these yeah. is that they can come from the same kit essentially mm -hmm. but the variations with them you can have the same kit and walk out with a completely different saber from someone else oh yeah well and i actually i actually changed mine up because this piece here and this piece here um where they had it laid out were actually swapped and I liked this one with the design um, down here because this one, there's just more design on the bottom. I liked it more on the bottom rather than the top. So I switched them. Yeah. So again, like you can like, especially some of those pieces that are, you know, kind of interchangeable, you can, you can do that and just like totally make it your own. Um, and, and these ones that are for you guys that have never seen them or handled them, they're not like the cheap ones you'd see oh, in like no, the no, Disney no. store or anywhere that no. are plastic. Uh, you know what I mean? Because most people... I think especially when, like 20 years ago, you could go build them in a lot of places and you build all these little plastic pieces and they were kind of junky. They, these are actually metal. They're all metal mm -hmm. pieces and they're heavy. Once you have them built, it's a heavy piece of yeah. equipment. Well, so. so just to kind of compare, I do like saber dueling and training with mine. I have one that I've bought that, yeah, I, <laughs> I had it with us. If you saw some of our pictures, my green saber, that one is a smaller, lighter handle that, you know, I can really wave it around, roll my wrist with it. This one, I can kind of do some moves with it, but the weight on these kind of yeah. prevents me and kind of how I can hold it. My other one, I have a really good firm grip. This one, I'm trying to also not drop it because it was $350, so... Yeah, I know. I was, I was very pleasantly surprised. Like when they first started handing us the, um, when we were in the workshop and they started handing us all the pieces, I like lifted one up and I'm like, Oh, that's, that's got some weight. That, yeah, that is hefty. And I was like, yeah, okay, they're, good. they're quality stuff. And I'm like, this sure. is way more worth my money. And even just like the whole production that they put on while you're building your lightsaber and like afterwards and they like give you an, like a carrying case and, and even the, they give you like that little enamel pin um, yeah. that mm -hmm. goes along with the style that you choose and you get to keep that. And like, I just, I feel like you really get your money's worth oh, yeah. for this, you know, I, so. I, it, I, cause it's also part of the experience. It's, yep. it's definitely part yep. of the, the production or, you know what I mean? Like the it's, thing I think yeah. that catches everybody as soon and Marley, you can probably, you know, since you, it was your first time there. The thing that catches you off guard so much is yeah. You're one expecting that little bit of magic that Disney puts into it with their details and their, the cues, the storytelling, but this one, the devil is really in the details on this thing. So Anyone who has worked in film, especially will walk in from the rock work, Jake's favorite part, the rock work. I'm a prop guy and a, yeah. And a set kind of, and that's, mm -hmm. I went to school for cinema effects. So I have a little bit of dabbling in there and I'm like the time that they took to sit 
and make some of the stuff. And it's even like using R2's original treads in the concrete as you're walking around. The small wow. details and different. Yeah. So next time you're there, look on the ground and you will see R2's treads. Those are the original treads from the R2 unit in the original movies huh? that they rolled around wow. the park. That's way cool. There's all sorts of Easter eggs and stuff too. Yeah. So there's cool. Easter eggs. Just everything is flawless to where it literally well, transports you. We, we haven't even talked about the digital part that they've set up. One of yeah. my kids is really, really into it. And just, she, she could spend all day in galaxy's edge. Cause you can actually Bounty hunting and stuff. Yeah. Bounty hunting, and then she also goes and like breaks the codes. She makes the Millennium Falcon make noise and blow smoke, and you oh, can do all this stuff on your cool. phone. Yeah, so there's a whole bunch of stuff, and you can go different levels of bounty hunting and different characters and stuff. We didn't even talk about like that side, and it actually just expanded. Right now, they got the magic bands and things that they expanded that. Yeah. So do you do you have to have a magic band in order to do that stuff? No. Nope. Oh, okay. On your phone. Yeah. I loved how there were a couple of cast members who I don't even remember what the scenario was, but they like, I was holding my phone and like asking a question or something. And they're like, yeah, your data pad there. <laughs> and I'm like, yes. <laughs> the best part is when you can get into character and go back and forth. Like I kind of regret not having my phone out. <laughs> Because when we were shipping Jake's lightsaber home. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, me and PJ, we were getting into it. Like, I was. Well, we were talking she was pretending about, she was pretending to be First Order sympathetic. She was acting First Order until she knew we were safe. Because we were shipping through First Order shipping department. Oh, of course. Of <laughs> and course. Then, but then as soon as she found out we were safe to talk to, her story kind of turned. And she yeah, she's shared like, a little bit more. It was yeah. awesome. It I'm was just good. a Batuan citizen here, you know, working on the shipyard. And I'm like, okay, so then I can trust you to put on this label here that it is not weapons that we are shipping. It's spice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like oh her and gosh. I went back and forth for like a good solid five minutes with this stuff. Just we should have recorded it. It was great. A footage. And Jake was filling out paperwork. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, That's Jack. amazing. I bet she loved that too, though. That's the best part. And when you go in and mm -hmm. you're like bright suns or rising moons and you can greet them in their language that they've established here. You can talk about, like I said, it was funny even interact with Mando and him saying I looked like a ship tech and I would have even gone further when I said, oh yeah, I'm specialty on Naboo cruisers yeah. or Naboo um battleships if he would have responded back to me i would have carried that conversation for forever as long as he wanted to come what's back funny is they're good like yeah. if you think it was like somebody at the nor normal other job just kind of like yeah but these guys it seems like they really care and really get into it so it makes it super fun oh yeah we'll see and then at one point that. jake put a good idea out that i kind of want to do maybe it'll be on me next year so i picked babu up this time but we had the idea of grabbing a few more of these guys because there's other Anzellans that we know about now from Mandalorian season three. Mm -hmm. And I want to like do different facial hair on them and oh my gosh, paint them differently, <laughs> give them different outfits, maybe some Care, careful. We're getting into full nerd mode here. We're good. Yeah, that's what it's for. <laughs> Marley's me? like, uh. 
<laughs> no, I, I think it's want... awesome. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, I want to walk in with a full pack of Anzellans on my back. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and walk into the droid depot and have a conversation with the person at the desk yeah. at the droid depot. Like we could probably have a really good 10 minute short there. <laughs> oh my gosh. Have now have you guys done the, the droid builds? Mm-hmm. I have not. Oh. It's probably my next trip. I usually pick one thing. Last time was my Saber. May the 4th, mm -hmm. I got Babu. And then I think we're trying to head back in September. And I really want to build a droid. Yeah. I know. After after me and my husband saw them around at, at a couple of the different shops. Because we even went out into downtown Disney and went to that Star Wars shop. Star mm -hmm. Trader, yeah. Yes, yes. And... Um, There's a space that they're... Yeah. operating them in yeah yeah and the, they were like all sitting there and we're like okay these are actually really fun we're like maybe next time we here's do the best these. part <laughs> you get really into it there's like a group that does yeah. super big customizations like jake do you have your r2 real quick handy yeah. right there yeah so you this can buy these things show us and you can paint them you can you guys add don't extra you guys don't want to get into props and stuff with me it's bad news it's scary no i love this Show and tell. Show so and Jake tell. took this R2 and turned it into the Dagobah. Yeah, R2 this is my word. Dagobah R2. So he's oh! dirty. He's dirty. Jake did too. all that customization. You painted on it. that? Yeah. Oh wow. So he's muddy and dirty. That's so, if so you, cool. You go on YouTube or Facebook. There's groups. There's video. People really get into this and they customize. Like, there's a whole group that have done Avenger style droids well, where they've painted see, them to match, like Cap. This just oh. barely got there. So, this was this is in yeah. the middle of customization because this is yellow in Galaxy's Edge. So, he's so, going to become the He's real showing BD a BD1. Yeah, a BD yeah. droid. So That's when you so get cool. into the droid group, there are some serious like builders in there that will add even little extra bits and knobs and stuff that yeah. it's real fun community. That's so cool. Well, and I didn't know until we went, until we visited the star traders uh, shop that um, cause we didn't really look that much into it when we were at the droid depot in galaxy's edge. Um, but we saw like these like accessories for like, their personalities and things personality and we're, like, chip. we're yeah. like what you can like change their person like that was that like just the customization Smuggler, like that's so rebellion fun. um empire but here's the cool thing and from that basic concept we've had other bits of merch branch from that idea now because mm. tron light cycle just opened up sorry to digress a little bit oh, tron okay. light cycle <laughs> opened up and don't even get me started. I could drain my bank account in that store. <laughs> Marley, if you've ever listened, Tron is like my number one film of all time. Oh, but I like didn't know that. Tron's their cool. disc, yeah. their discs now have chips that you install that can give you either blue, like Sam Flynn, or orange for Clue, or white for Kevin. Like now that idea has branched off into other Disney merchandising. Oh. It's crazy. It's awesome. It's fun. Yeah, no, I love it. I honestly like I I know there's probably some people out there who don't like all the Star Wars and Marvel stuff that's been at, added, you know, quote unquote added to um Disney, especially like the theme parks and everything, but like 
like, why not? Like, it's just more stuff to love and to get into. Like, it's okay. You can still like the original Disney stuff. Of course, Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Goofy, like those are still the originals and people are still going to love those. Um, But there's just like this whole other world, these other worlds that we now get to enjoy even more, especially because they're a part of the um, the theme parks. Like when I visited Disneyland 11 years ago, like none of this was here, none of it. And that was when California adventure, that was paradise pier, not Pixar pier. Like everything is like totally different over there. And even like cars land, like everything, you know, just bringing all of that fun stuff in. And then of course, galaxy's edge, like it just fits. It just fits right there. Um, yeah, it's, they had to answer. So I think Galaxy's Edge, well, Galaxy's Edge was the answer to Harry Potter mm, in Universal. Yeah. Because Absolutely. Universal yep. made this immersive where you're in a different world. Like, So when you go to Galaxy's Edge, there's nothing in there that says Star Wars. You you can't find branded Star Wars stuff in Galaxy's Edge. It's all in-world true. stuff. If you go out yeah. to the carts just beyond Rise of the Resistance, you can find Star Wars stuff. But it's... As you're leaving as soon Batu, as you but, cross that barrier. Yeah, you've you've left the borders of Batu. Mm-hmm. You're now off planet. So you're you can buy Star Wars stuff, but they had they answered Harry Potter because that was so crazy popular as soon as it opened, because you were, you know, you were immersive, an immersive environment. And so mm-hmm. Disney answered with Star Wars, which I think is amazing. So well, here's oh, the yeah, other great thing sure. about Galaxy's Edge. This is the true like projection of what the Star Wars brand has become since uh, Star Tours. Look at what Star Tours was when uh, Michael Eisner came in and wanted to partner with George Lucas. Basically, when they were trying to make Star Tours, they said, you know, George Lucas represents everything that Disney is, where the imagination, the storytelling and the different things, it's essentially what Disney is, but it's the future of what we have invented so to see now galaxy's edge come back full circle and have star wars legitimately be a part of the disney brand it just makes sense oh yeah for sure well and like let's talk about hyperspace mountain that ride second yeah it was amazing like of course been on space mountain many times right but like hyperspace mountain like as soon as you're going up that ramp and the john williams theme just starts playing mm-hmm. blasting in your ears yeah. and yeah and all of this st- oh my gosh like both me and my husband were like i think that was like our favorite ride i mean not i mean not including rise of the resistance because that's a whole nother <laughs> level but yeah. like but yeah like we were so impressed and we went on it I think two or three more times after that, <laughs> not, not that same time, like, but throughout our, you know, our trip and everything, just cause it was so much fun. And I love that they added that theme. Like, honestly, they should keep that. <laughs> I, Here's I, the thing. Yeah. Jake, you, you, you agree. It's, you know, you say, yeah, it should be the same thing, but my, it's probably my second favorite overlay of the ride. I mean, here's, Space Mountain, Hyperspace Mountain, Ghost Galaxy. What's Ghost Galaxy? That's the Halloween overlay. And that is insane. Don't don't take little kids. 
Yeah. It's, cre- it's creepy. Oh, that's crazy. so Disney, cool. Like, when we first wrote it for Disney, we were because when it first came out, we took our little kids on it and <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. He's either lava or blood, and he's like chasing you through the and his hand comes like he's gonna grab it's projected <gasps> hand like he's gonna grab you. And and it's Go. like shrills and squeaks and scary, really and scary noises you can hear just, him. Oh yeah, screams. God, blood curling. Well, if you've been there at Halloween time, you hear him and there's light, kind of a little light show outside. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we're getting off. Off, but it's he screams and travels too. You see him go to the, the space mountain, so it's it's creepy. But I we still write it, but our kids were too little the first time, they mm, did yeah. not like that. <laughs> yeah, that's that's one thing I, I really need to do at some point in my life is be visit, visit Disneyland around Halloween time. That would be amazing. Book it. Hey, you know what? Multiplane's going to be there in September, so. Hmm. <laughs> Um, I don't know if I can afford it this year. (laughs) My one Halloween's awesome, but Christmas is better. Fight me. Oh, Oh. (laughs) Mm. I might be on team Halloween with this one. I'm sorry. Have you been there at Christmas time? No. Fight me. We'll have to talk about. We'll have to talk about it. Okay. Uh, No, sorry. Go ahead. Go finish with your thought. No, you're good. Um, I was just getting back to Galaxy's Edge. I was going to say the one thing I wish that was the same. So when you cross under that bridge, right, and you're in the little cave section where you're about to enter the planet, yeah, I really wish we kept the opening music from opening day. I wish they would have would play something like intro, yeah, because that music that would have been cool. It's different now from when it was on opening day because we went. I think Autumn and I went together right after it had opened. It was like a month after opening. And there was a certain track that played as soon as you went in the land yeah. that it kind of built up. And then as soon as, you know, it widens into the open space, so, it just boom. Ty, don't go to Florida. <laughs> it hits you. <laughs> in Florida, you can stand in Galaxy's Edge and see Woody in Toy Story Land. The transition is awful. That sucks. Awful. Both, oh, both, entrances, both entrances into Galaxy's Edge in Florida are awful. That's Aww. the that's the you good know, thing about Disneyland. Where, you know, this place you're you're walking through like trees and stuff in California, and you kind of there's a definite separation and a good mm-hmm. transition. I hate yeah. Florida. Once you're in there, you're fine. But getting you can literally stand in Galaxy's Edge and look and see Woody standing in Toy Story. Land. <laughs> it's pretty that's messed awful. up. It's like not very immersive. I'm like, come on, plant some trees, put an eyelid, something. It's pretty bad. They need to put something. Yeah, block. Yeah, it's it's pretty pretty bad. Oh man. Okay, let's talk about Rise of the Resistance now. So, okay. So, yeah, that that ride really was like an experience, not just a ride. Technologically advanced thing that Disney has ever built as an attraction. Ooh, and it's a story. Yeah. yeah. That's the difference. You're, it's, it's three rides or four rides in one, and you're mm-hmm. in and part of a story. You're not getting on a roller coaster and just getting yeah. thrills for two minutes. One yeah, exactly. is... Uh, even just in that the one thing, the queue, yeah. sometimes you kind of wish that you could sit in the queue for a little bit longer just to find the little details and, you know, outfits, helmets, different things that are. I have, I have hundreds of pictures because <laughs> yeah. I just sit there and take them through the cage of all the helmets and stuff of the queue. But then they See, bring yeah. you to stand right next to Lieutenant Beck. Yeah. That's probably the big shock and awe. Like you get in. And he's right there. 
Is this all, is that part of the line? No, no this is like ship. when you start the attraction, when you go oh, into the ship. Okay, that part. The uh, the character, the the pilot. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, because yeah. I so we went on it twice, and both times we did Lightning Lane. Um, and so I was like talking to somebody else about it. I don't remember who it was, but um, they're like, "Oh, that's too bad because like if you had just done the regular line, the standby line." Like you miss like a ton of stuff because there's like all just those details and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I get that. But at the same time, <laughs> I don't know if that's worth the 80, 90 minute wait. Yeah. <laughs> it's still a really cool cue. I believe so we it. Should, I believe it. We should also, wait, before this is over, we need to talk about tips, tricks, and secrets and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, like Rise of the Resistance. Okay. I, I like noticed the theme with a lot of the newer rides at Disney and California adventure. Like there's like that pod thing, like that. Trackless. Yeah. It's yeah. Yeah. Is that, is it magnets? Like, yeah. what is it? It's a wire in the floor that it follows and it is controlled by. Yeah. Wi-Fi. And it's it actually, uh, is that why they always break down? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well also rise was supposed to open with galaxy's edge opening. Mm. It wasn't just supposed to be smugglers but they had laid the cement and the foundation and they had put that Jake, you might know the exact number at one point I did. They had laid that line that it follows like a foot off and they had already poured the concrete and everything. So they had to go back, clean it up, lift oh. the line up. And that's why we got a later release date for rise. Cause that would have been open on opening day of galaxy's edge. But. Oh, gotcha. Now, um, yeah, that like that whole system that they use, like, because I noticed it in Mickey's Runaway Runaway mm -hmm. Railway yep. and Web Slingers, um, Spider-Man's Web Slingers. And like, I just thought that was like the coolest thing like that. Like, again, like what you were saying, Ty, earlier, like it is some of like the best technology that Disney has done. Um, it's too bad though, that they do break down often because there, yeah, there were several times we were looking on the app for like wait times for rides and like several times a day, those three rides were broken down. Yeah. And Luigi's dancing cars is the same. Yeah. Luigi's rock and roadsters. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Oh, mm -hmm. okay. I That's why they do the that. synchronized. Yeah. Dancing. That's why it doesn't run whenever it rains. Just closes down automatically. <laughs> Yeah, I noticed that one was uh, also was shut down a lot, but I guess I didn't realize it was the same kind of system. Mm -hmm. That was a fun yeah. ride, too. I wish that one was longer, but we're not talking about that one. We're talking about, <laughs> yeah, Rise of the Resistance and even Smuggler's Run. Like, I, I really was, um, I was impressed with both rides, honestly. Like, yes, Rise was amazing, but like Smuggler's Run was also a lot of fun. I was, the, we went on it twice, and the first time I was a pilot, and I did terrible because I, I was the up and down and I wasn't paying attention to the instructions. So I was like, wait, do I push forward? Is that down or is that up? Like, I was like, why is this not working? It's not super responsive. It's, no. well, it's here's pretty the laggy. Thing. <laughs> like, and Marley, you might appreciate this because your other show, Cutscenes and Cupcakes. Disney literally created its own gaming engine to create the uh, effects mm -hmm. in Smuggler's Run. Oh. Yep. Their own gaming cool. engine to give you all that cinematic experience that you're yeah. doing. Yeah. They said there that... wasn't something on the market. 
So we're going to base it off this and make it better. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, because that was also part of the whole experience was just the visuals. Like even if you were crashing into stuff and doing terrible and making your engineers work really hard at pressing all those buttons. (laughs) (laughs) Fixing it. It's literally just a big video game that, you know, you're pressing buttons and they created their own game engine for it. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. And I think I was like, I think my, like I said, I think my controls or something were like inverted because like right before, like the week before Disneyland, um, sorry, total tangent, but I played, I've been playing Horizon Forbidden West, um, the DLC Burning Shores. And when you fly around on like, cause you can fly around on this like big bird guy and to go up or to dive down, it's like the, not the controls you think it would be. And yes, I realize I can probably change that in the settings, but now I'm just too used to it in the game. (laughs) And so I wonder if when I was doing smugglers run, I was like, wait, I did forward. Didn't that be up or (laughs) like, I don't know. I think it just totally messed me up. But uh, then I also did the engineer um, role too. And that was, that one was fun too, because I feel like in that one, you got to see more of mm-hmm. what was going on in the rest of the ride. Cause you yeah. don't do anything except just sit there and press buttons. Yep. Yep. It was fun on one of our rides. We had a uh, brand new young pilot who had never flown the Falcon before. <laughs> and it was, yeah. you mean a child? <laughs> Is yes. that what you mean by young? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. There we had a child or sorry. Chi- <laughs> yeah. Child, youngling, child pilot. <laughs> there was a youngling flying. Oh my gosh. There's a Wookiee mode for that too. If you get everybody in there on the same page and they do a certain sequence with the buttons, then the guy talking to you instead of Hondo is is, uh, Chewbacca the entire time. That's that's so cool. (laughs) Yeah. Just another thing that like that they think about like. But here's the thing. There are multiple levels. On Smuggler's Run. Wookiee mode is just the first one that we have been able to find. Like track. The Imagineers have even come out and stated, like, there are multiple ways that you can play this game. We just have not figured it out yet. Oh, so they're like, you mean we, like us, the people. Us. So, like Jake said, everyone in in the cockpit has to press a button in a certain sequence. And that's how Chewbacca comes on. Mm -hmm. So there's more sequences that you can play that we have not figured out yet. Why? And I'm curious, like, why won't they tell us what <laughs> or the give next us a one hint. would be? It's kind of cool as it gets revealed over time, right? Yeah, it's like the next yeah. one could be, you know, Han talking to you, or, or and, and they've done that everywhere. Yeah, like uh, we were showing Ty because we have the holocrons. Yeah, you know what those are the little tra- pyramid thing in Doc Ondar's and the square thing ones like Sith and ones yeah, Jedi. I don't really understand what those are to be honest. So and watch more Star yeah. Wars. Yeah, they're Star Wars stuff, but it, <laughs> but you stack them. You can stack them, and it, you nobody knows, but you put them together, and they do something different. They actually turn oh. purple, and a specific character that is both dark and light, called the Bindu, comes on and talks. And it's actually uh, what's his name, uh, John Reese Davis. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Gimli comes oh. on and starts talking as the Bindu in through those, and then I I did get the Wayfinder. Ty, that thing is cool. Have you looked into that any further? Yeah. It, so the Wayfinder was one of the new releases again for yeah, May it just the came 4th. out on May, May the 4th. And you can and either get a light cool. one or a dark one. But yeah, you can attach it to a kyber crystal and it will give you different 
things kind of like the the uh holocrons you put the different holocrons inside you can have different jedi and sith masters give you messages so same thing with this new wayfinder it gives you different things by attaching it to different crystals but the bendu thing was super cool that does sound really cool i just yeah i love just like all the just like little details you know and and yeah like for people who are super, super casual Star Wars fans, to those of us that are kind of in the middle, like me, I feel like I'm kind of somewhere in the middle. To those that are like, like you guys, like you guys know so much about Star Wars. And like, I just, I feel like there's something for everyone. Um, like I've talked to several people about, um, you know, about my visit to Galaxy's Edge and they're like, oh yeah, I'm not into Star Wars at all, but I think it's amazing. Like it's so much fun and I love the rides. I love the immersion, da, 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 da. So I just, I feel like everybody, it's, there's something there for everyone. And Galaxy, okay. oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Show us the thing. So there's our wayfinder. There's that. Let's see if it'll find its it little on. connection right there. Yeah. So it's, I want it to talk. I'm still playing with it and figuring it out. But, but the other thing that Galaxy's Edge does, that's really cool. It breaks that one rule of, Hey, you can't dress up in the parks because if you're in Jedi robes or any kind of Star Wars attire, as an adult, you're in. It's waking up. Sorry. No, you're okay. You're okay. It lights oh. up. And... Oh, it's green. And it changes colors, but let's see if I can get it to talk. I think it's... It's supposed to be a map. I don't know how much you guys want to... Is that oh the goodness. opening to Age of Geek? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Is that the map on that side? Do you see it? Yep. And then it's got different phrases and talks, but oh. it's this Kyber crystal that I'm using is one from like the opening week. So how did they program all that? I don't know. That's amazing. So this is what, five years old? Yeah. And this came out this week mm-hmm. and it's a new thing. And Serena with a mountainous world located amid a scattering of wealthy planets yeah. just off the muddy Hydean way trade route in the galaxies and all the cover crystals are different and you pull it away and put it back and it says more stuff they all have several phrases to them but and there's a white version of this too so pretty crazy that's that's really cool that is Uh, really cool okay wait i thought you couldn't wear stuff no there's star wars a little bit of rules but your cape can't drag on the ground that's the biggest one i think and you can't wear a mask everything else is oh that right yeah galaxy's edge breaks slightly breaks that rule because you can't wear a pirate out adults and this is adults 10 i think 13 and up yeah cannot wear any kind of a costume in the park right yeah i did know that but unless it is jedi robes sith robes anything kind of anything pretty much star wars now is acceptable with the few you know little rules like jake just said you can't have your cloak dragging on the ground you can't be fully covering your face with a full mask you you also cannot be really good at looking like a specific character yeah (laughs) they can't mistake you as a cast member right so i know people that have gone uh, and shown up as like even comic book star wars characters but went full decked out and looked just like them and the cast members were like, okay, you're professor, da, da, da. you can't, you got to go change your clothes. You can't be out here like that because then people think they're cast members and they're, you know, you can't go representing Disney. So that's another yeah, one that's kind of a no-no. Exactly. 
Oh but. my goodness. Yeah, I guess I didn't realize that. I love that they it's just kind of funny. Like they the <laughs> the only uh, exception to the rule for adults is being able to dress up for Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. It's funny, dang but right, it's, dang it's right. the thing, yeah. <laughs> Oh man, that's okay. I didn't want to wear a giant yellow ball gown into Disneyland anyways. So yeah, you did. it's fine. Yeah, you did. <laughs> okay. I didn't see a single Disney princess. There, it's because you of, need to go over in their area. Yeah. Did you go over to the, where, what is that called even now? It's the fairy. Oh, the fairy grotto or something. Uh, no, there's, there's the, no, that's the fairies. That's actually Tinkerbell. That's and Tinkerbell the oh. opposite side. It's if you're facing the castle from Main Street, it's on the left. Oh, yeah, I never went over there. Fantasy parade, fantasy, fantasy uh, meetings. Oh, maybe, but all the princesses back in there, there's for the most part, yeah, because we're me and my husband aren't really parade people, so we never stopped to watch the parade, but we definitely got close to it a few times. If you leave the dark ones sitting there. (laughs) (laughs) comes alive oh man okay so um (laughs) we're kind no you're totally fine so let's talk about some of the um the tips and tricks that uh or advice or anything that you guys want to give um to people like like me like maybe like a first timer or somebody that needs to go back again and experience more stuff like what they might have missed well Um, okay The, the biggest one that only people don't share with people that don't listen to the podcast. This, but it would be cool <laughs> if everybody knew. So the difference is, so we're standing, this is what happened. We are standing at rope drop, right? So the best time we leave the hotel, you, you got to be in security about an hour early before the park opens. So and then you're going to be, we're, we're at the rope. Yeah. So we're at the rope, like we're right against it, which is awesome. But we're standing there the morning to go do um, rise of resistance, which if you don't rope drop, <clears throat> you lose two hours of your day or you pay 20 bucks to fast pass it, right? 25. 25, yeah, depending on <laughs> the day how the park is. I've seen it 20 and 25. I'm sure it'll just go up. But we're standing there at the rope and just kind of talk. The cast members are talking to us about not running and all this kind of stuff. And we're sitting there joking with this other couple about uh, how we're going to do it and how we're going to like keep people behind us. And the cast member just kind of goes, you can skip. <laughs> he goes, you can skip. And I'm like, what? He goes, you can skip. It's and I went, running. it's on. <laughs> it was so, just some grown men and my son. Yeah, you can skip really fast. Like almost running pace, you can skip. And That's we amazing. Because, you know, everybody running, the cast member's like, hey, hey, hey. Stop running, stop running. Run. We skipped past 10 cast members and nobody said a thing and we smoked everybody. <laughs> so what I mean is don't tell other people because I don't want everybody to know that secret, but it That's would also so be funny. awesome if 10,000 people were skipping. Started skipping <laughs> <and> rope <laughs> drop. Yeah, yeah, and it's tiring though. It's it's a cardio workout to do it. But for a rope drop, that's one of the secrets. You, you got to be there an hour early to be at the rope. But skipping is... Is in the go. gray area it's it's a go that nobody stopped us um uh what a, you got another one for actual star wars land type uh, or just like must sees like must think like things that you must get make sure you milk. do oh yeah, you sit back 
get some blue milk for sure. Look at everything in those little shops, even if they're not like something to buy, especially some of the toy shops like they have the hand carved Boba Fett's and Vader's and stuff. Look up in the rafters and see the really cool details and toys. Mm -hmm. Just take your time in Galaxy's Edge to look for the Easter eggs. Mm -hmm. Like I said, look for the fun stuff up where you wouldn't typically look in the shops. Don't just look at the shelves. Well, there and there's a lot of stuff in that toy store. If you go look, it's got the battle. Uh, it's got Darth Vader and I made Obi-Wan. up toys. There's Darth yeah. Vader and Obi Wan fighting. There's other scenes from the movies that are actually happening in toys up in the rafters of that store. Um, look for R2's one of the ones tracks. I would say, so Ty, Ty can attest to this. Doesn't seem like Ty, you're not a very big uh, firework guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we it depends. Went, so it depends. We 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 are we are usually. And so uh, we went and watched the fireworks and the new fireworks is the first time we've seen them. And I'm only saying this because it does have relevance because all the old fireworks are a little bit more nostalgic. This one was just kind of hits you in the heart a little bit, this brand new one. Um, But if you, you need to go see this fireworks from Batu because it's a totally different experience to be standing there by the Millennium Falcon and having the the, uh, fireworks come up from behind the black spires. It's pretty cool. And everybody's just sitting and chilling. There's no music back there. It's quiet. So you're just getting boom. And you're also a lot closer. Like the booms, like crushing your chest because you're way back behind the castle. It's super loud, but it's awesome. And it's really pretty. You want to either right there in front of the Falcon or there's the balcony that's right Mm -hmm. there next to the Falcon that if you can just grab one of those chairs, sit at a table, have some blue milk and have some, uh, poly polymorph pastry or polymorph puff bread oh I and sit there those. and just enjoy Ray's that nothing. yeah that's good good so you need that, to do that sounds really nice you need to do star <laughs> wars yeah it's super chill and it's not as crowded back mm-hmm. there so the fireworks are really nice um what are some of the other stuff yeah pay attention to look up and look down because it's everywhere try the phone game uh i'm i wasn't that interested but my my kids love it. The bounty hunting. Yeah. Yeah. And then inter- interact with the Batuians. Like this is your chance to actually be on a different world and mm-hmm. talk Star Wars with someone who will reciprocate you as a character in this story. So if you're like into Star Wars and you know, a, you know, a bit of your Star Wars stuff and you can create your own backstory and go back and forth with one of the citizens of Batu, they will talk with you for however long and play into the story and let you actually be a part of it. That's probably one of my biggest yeah. ones is interact with all the citizens. Yeah, that's way cool. I, I like that. I like that a lot. There, there is a hidden Mickey in Batu. One. And one. It's very hard. It's not so. that it's not that I saw somebody post something about like a hidden Donald Duck. It's not that, is it? No, that's no, not Mickey. Real. And that yeah, yeah I oh, was like that's a stretch. Yeah, I thought yeah, that one was stretch. total. Yeah. It's not real. Yeah. I hey, guess wait. I guess relative, did, not real, but Did I see the hidden Mickey? I'm trying to remember. Like cuz I swear I saw something, but It's on Doc on our shop. Behind that statue that's sitting there like like inside his shop? Outside. Oh, outside? outside? Hmm. 
So the statue that's just right next to his door, that big kind of statue there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you, it's up right behind it. Jake, correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. I'm trying to tell him where it is. I want to find him. Well, there's (laughs) the rough. It's it's right there somewhere. Right there. In that take a general vicinity. Send it to Multiplane <laughs> on Facebook or any of our socials and be like, hey, I found it. There it is. I love it. Um, yeah, no, I, yeah, overall, like Galaxy's Edge, it was so much fun. As I said at the top of the episode, like it was just the the whole area. I, I just, I liked how separated it was from the rest of the park. And it was just, it was fun to be able to just like kind of keep going back and forth there. And like when we wanted a chill, like let's sit down and take a rest, drink one of those funny little circular cokes that oh. they have in those little bottles. I, I, those I did, are also awesome to get. I did get one of those. Um, yeah. And and just yeah, just kind of just chill. Like we were like, well, let's go up to Galaxy's Edge. Like so at, that was kind of our our like our just our fun um, experience up there. It was it was amazing. And oh, I should have mentioned this too. My other favorite part was um, after we had built our lightsabers. So we had done it at night. And so picture in front of the Falcon, of course, I'm like, we we're like, well, we have to take pictures. And my husband, he's he's kind of funny about pictures sometimes. Um, He's very like, I I can't I have to be quick about it. And and I can't take very many. But (sighs) like. As soon as he got his lightsaber in his hand, his red one that I was showing you guys, um, and he was standing there in front of the Millennium Falcon and started doing poses, I was like, why haven't you been doing this our entire trip? I've been trying to get you to do poses for other things. He wasn't holding a lightsaber. (laughs) That's the one thing I will say. If you get a hold of the photo pass... Oh. While you're in Galaxy's Edge, it's worth every penny because mm. the awesome shots that they can get of you in front of the Falcon anywhere within that part of the park. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I saw I saw people doing that like during the day, but there wasn't anyone there at night, of course. But you got to catch them just before they leave. Ah, gotcha. the photographers. Yeah. But yeah, that was definitely the first thing that we had to do was turn on our lightsabers and walk around Galaxy's Edge and get some mm-hmm. pictures. And I, um, I actually shared those. I, I should, I should save the highlight on our Age of Geek Instagram because I, had, me and uh, Colin had posted, because um, Colin was also at Galaxy's Edge, um, well, at Disneyland, um, the same week that we were all there. Uh, so we were posting some pictures and I, of course, even though I wasn't there on star Wars day, I was like posting stuff. So anyways, check out the age of geek Instagram and I'm going to, I'm going to fix those highlights so that you guys can, so other people can go back and see those Instagram stories that I posted, but including the pictures of me and my husband in front of the millennium Falcon. Um, it was, yeah, I like, we had to do it because pretty much after that, we, we weren't sticking around Disneyland very long. Um, and we had them in our cases and stuff. And so we're like, well, we're not going to be bringing them back. So we might as well get like a bunch of photos while we have them here. No, bring them back. <laughs> That's, carried all night I long. carried mine all night and took pictures left <laughs> and right with it. Like, bring it. I should have. I know. Go back, collect just... new photos. Wear something that's very Star Wars-esque, whether it's a Disney-bound 
that has more of a Star Wars vibe to it, or if it's an actual well, robe. Don't you like this shirt? My pew 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 shirt. This is this is what I was yeah. wearing. This is my Star Wars shirt. <laughs> Just saying, you can take it back anytime. So take it, get more pictures with it. I know. It's just such a, uh, I'm just so funny about theme parks. I'm like, I want to carry the least amount as possible, yeah. but also I have know. all of the supplies <laughs> that I need. <laughs> hey, hey, so I didn't build a lightsaber. So I have one for you to guess. See if you know where it's from. You ready? Ooh. It's going to, I will see if you, <laughs> okay. Can you hear it? It's blue. What is what? that? What in the Ewok witchcraft is that? <laughs> We're looking at this like shield looking thing but it's... that Jake is holding up. Is that crazy? Whoa. It's it, like sounds, it sounds like a lightsaber, but it does not yes, look like I am cool. not this big of a nerd. Okay, now it's green. Oh, it's red. It changes colors. Can you guess? What? What? If you don't know, you're not going to know. I'm not going to know. What is yeah. it? I got one on tie. No. <laughs> he, he always knows more than I do about almost all Star Wars stuff for sure. Like, what is it? Yeah, I, don't know if I, I don't know if I agree with it, but it is Star Wars. It's a shield. Oh. Yeah, but it's it looks like one of the. Uh, it looks like a Gungan shield. So it's it's a blaster shield for lightsaber training on the Star Cruiser. Ah, so the, okay. the, front pers- the front person that's learning and hitting the shots, the blaster shots. Everybody else is holding and passing along shields to deflect blasters. It- I, I was like, the only thing I could think that is is like the Gungan shield from uh, Phantom Menace. Yeah, true, true. It looks kind of like that, but yeah, it's from the cruise line. Okay, it's pretty nuts. I actually bought it because I thought it'd be a cool centerpiece on like a Star Wars wall. Ooh, yeah, light it up. Well, but, why haven't you done that yet? That would be I'm amazing. Working on it. it. I need a new. I get, gotta get a new backdrop going, so it's not. We were, we were planning them. this while we were there. We're gonna buy some storage containers and like <laughs> yeah. install some hydraulics to lift the sides, <laughs> and inside's gonna be all of Jake's like Star Wars stuff. We 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 have blueprints. We'll we'll share. We'll we oh my gosh, I know that was like when when me and my husband knew we were gonna be making these lightsabers. Like I already was having like plans and ideas of where we were going to hang them up on our wall. Cause we have like a, a shared office this in our house right next to glamoring. <laughs> <laughs> but actually we, I have a giant poster map of um, middle earth and it's like framed and the lightsabers are going to go up right above them. <laughs> She's parallel. Mixing. Oh yeah. You should see that nerd room. There's so many different things in there. Like I have like one entire wall is all, is just a collage of like all of our like nerd art. And then when I got married and my husband moved in, um, there was part of the wall that was, you know, cause I was make, kind of making my way to the right. And so there was empty space. And when he moved in and was bringing his own nerd art, he got that area. So it's like this kind of like this nice little like conglomerate of all of our nerd art. It's great. <laughs> you ready for nerd? Yes, let's see it. Oh, it's Baby Yoda. He built that. <laughs> yeah, I made this. Out of what? A giant Easter egg. Oh. 
Is that cool? That is really cool. So that's got to go on my Star Wars wall somehow. Oh, yeah. Somehow. Hmm. Yeah, super nerd. A lot of double-sided tape. <laughs> yeah. I want to build something. But yeah, I, I we didn't we didn't really talk a lot about the party. I don't know how long you want this to go. Oh, even you guys, I'm sorry. Let's okay, real quick, not quick, but tell me about the party. Tell me about the party. Sorry, you guys can take they, as much so time as you want. The best part, I don't think we have time to go too far into it, right, Ty? But the the best part of the party was the people, the costumes, all like, cosplayers. If I had to do it over, sure. I would almost like just go pass, like go look at all the characters and all the activities that Disney had to offer, and just kind of in passing go. Cool, cool, cool. And then go back and just because hanging out with all the people in Batu. Yeah. Because yeah, was... we basically be talking to each other. And it was funny because like Rebel, the people that were dressed like rebels would kind of gravitate together and be all taking pictures in groups. And then, but everybody was just talking, going, Oh, that's awesome. How'd you do that? We, we it was, I think it was probably, you know, like Comic Cons or the bands were, but that was the best part was just the cool people and the, what, what they'd done in their costumes and every kind of with common interests. That was awesome. All the Disney stuff, that's for a different po podcast because I think there's a lot of things they could change and improve. Uh, with the after-hour parties, I put everything against um, Boogie Boogie. And the if you've been party. to Boogie Boogie, that is amazing. They Tony do Marley. Halloween. an exceptional job at Oogie Boogie, the Oogie Boogie Bash. Because I this year I was able to go to the Not So Scary in Florida and it isn't it isn't oogie boogie california mm -hmm. does such a good job at that party and so i weighed this against that so it didn't <clears throat> fare very well but the people were just amazing it was so that part was so awesome well that's the thing i had people who were trying to compare this party to oogie boogie bash and i'm like there's no way no boogie bash is like one of the best things disney's ever come up with but they could they could do they, it. they could the they possibility totally could is there they could match it and do something spectacular. Yeah. They just haven't done it yet. And, you know, I'm just going to plug right here since we're about an hour and 20 into this follow up with multiplane podcast. <laughs> One of our do episodes it. that we'll be recording here soon is Jake. This is going to be called a note to Disney. Note to Ooh. Disney. We'll talk about um, our experience at Star Wars night. What they did right. What could have been done better. I love it. Yeah, no, I think that's perfect. You know, I, cause I, I'm sure you guys want to go like way more into detail about the party. So if you guys, you know, listeners, if you want to hear more, definitely watch for that episode for multiplane podcast. Um, so I just have to ask though, like with the party, like what did they have like specific like things to do there? <laughs> like what did yeah. you do at yes the party? No. So just had... Besides mingling. So there was there's special food you could only get at the party. There was special merch you could only get at the party. Meet and there greet. was there are events. So there was they did like a costume parade like you'd imagine in your elementary school, like down Main Street, like everybody could join. <laughs> what what was cool about it at, about that one? Well, we have issues with it, but what's cool about that one is you walk down and at the end you actually all kind of pose for a picture and Mickey and Minnie come out and they were dressed as BB-8 and R2-D2. R2-D2. And they, I get love a, that. they get a photographer on a ladder and they take good pictures and you can walk over and scan the QR code. But there was there was issues with it. Um, other activities, they had locations for characters all over the place. Um, different people that they had. Um, Projections. Yeah, they had, yeah, you know, like I guess specialty fireworks and stuff. 
they they had a bunch of just kind of Instagrammy walls backdrops set up that you could do. Um, what else, Ty? Oh, lightsaber meetup. That was pretty cool. When that was cool. With lightsaber. All of you are back in Batu, and they they do do a little show and a little skit, like you're kind of fighting against the First Order, and then First Order looks down and sees all these sabers that lightsabers light up all the same time. And they that was one of the cool things. Run away. Oh, that would be so cool. It's pretty awesome. Oh wow! So they had like multiple Star Wars parties, right? So, like I said, yeah, I stated in the beginning of the episode that started with two last year. Oh, it went okay. to four this year, and because of its popularity, Swart tickets sold out within an hour. Yeah. All four nights sold out within an, an hour. They were gone. Oh, so I believe it. Yeah. I guarantee you, next year they're going to have eight parties. Yeah, or more. Like Oogie Boogie goes a month. Yeah. Well, what's the point of doing Star Wars if it's not during May? I mean, yeah. or even leading up to it, like they could do it like the two weeks before, the week of, and then like two weeks after yeah. or something. They could, they could, they could totally. It's something yeah. that they're definitely <laughs> going to expand because they can make a lot of money off of it. And that's the it, other thing. It, it costs more than a day ticket to get into those parties. It was not worth so the price du- of duplicating admission. their day's revenue, basically. Yeah, it's very smart. I mean, if 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 there's anything Disney n- n- does best is they know how to earn money. <laughs> but Oogie Boogie Bash costs less. Yes. And gives you way more. Yeah. Oh, interesting. That's the problem. Yeah. Oh, but, okay. Yeah. Okay. That's Hmm. We'll we'll get into it, guys. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm excited to to hear about that episode. You'll have to uh let me know when that airs. Probably so that next we week's can... recording we'll get into it. Okay. And... Have it posted by fr- well, yeah, Friday. So, so it'll probably be a couple days, a few days after this one comes out. Yeah, yeah. So, if you're listening on release day, wait a couple days and then go find Multiplane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we'll have it all out the same week. That'll be perfect. Um. So yeah, I, I know we could talk way more. Like, there's so much more with Galaxy's Edge, and I love that. And um, I want to yeah, thank you guys for for coming on the the show tonight to. Um, hang out with me and Colin was supposed to join us, but unfortunately he was dealing with sick kids. So that's too bad. Cause I would have loved to hear about his experiences as well. Colin got a saber too. The Cal Kestis. Colin did rope drop to get it. He got oh, one. he didn't tell me that. Oh, I need to talk to him and see. So he's got it in hand probably. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. But yes, I, um, I'm glad that you guys could come on the show tonight. Well, or it's tonight when we're recording, um, <laughs> But yes, thank you guys. Um, so yeah, one last uh, one last plug. Um, definitely check out Multiplane Podcast. These guys are great. Um, you can find them on all the social medias, including TikTok. They have a lot of fun videos on there. So make sure you go follow them and give them some love. And of course, with Age of Geek, make sure you're following us on Facebook and Instagram. And um, we have a Discord we have a fun community going on. Um, all geeks are welcome. You can find that at uh, discord.ageofgeek.com and it'll take you right to the invite, <clears throat> Jake. Um, and then uh, you can you can join too if you want. And then <laughs> we'll talk about it after. But yes, <laughs> thank you guys for joining. I need to press stop on this. And but may I am the full force screen. be with you. Oh my gosh, of course. Oh, hold on. There we go. There we go. Hold on. I'm doing this one handed because I got to press stop. It's loud. 
but yes thank you guys thank thanks you thanks for listening thank we're, you. Gonna, we're gonna do our outro Wee! This has been an Age of Geek media production.